This week's Off the Vine is sponsored by GEICO. Go to GEICO.com and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Extra money in your pocket? It just may be the most rewarding to do you do today. Best Fiends, engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Coors, these days everything is go, 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 nonstop hustle has taken over, and it's kind of a lot. If the pace of things is wearing you down, take a moment, pause, refresh yourself, and when you choose to turn off, reach for the one beer that's made to chill. And listen to your heart. The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six-episode event, Mondays at 8, 7 central on ABC. Who's down with OTV? Who's down with OTV? Who's down with OTV? Podcast One presents Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow. Caitlin is creating a space where girls and gents can feel empowered to be themselves. Get ready for lots of laughs, taboo topics, unfiltered advice, and wine. Lots of wine. Get ready to shake things up. Here's Caitlin. Welcome to Off the Vine. I'm your host, Caitlin Bristow. Today on the podcast, we've got power couple from Bachelor Franchise. Dylan and Hannah are here being all cute and quarantined over. Where are you guys right now, by the way? San Diego. Oh, you're in San Diego. Oh, lucky. So do you get to like go outside or are you guys on full lockdown? Um, People are like walking around. We have a... Oh, sorry. People are walking around. Um, We laid out yesterday in the backyard, got some sun. So it's... I live in like a really residential area, so it's like people walk their dogs and stuff like that, but well, that's nice. you can't go to a beach, which kind of sucks. But. Yeah, I mean, yeah, beaches, but I would I would um, want to fight you if you went to the beach, but that's good that you can go uh, go outside and get some sun. And what, what, is a, what does a quarantine day look like for you two? Well, um, for some reason, I keep waking up later and later. I don't know if it's like the time change or us just going to bed at 2am, which that's probably yeah. it. But um, yeah, we've been waking up late. Um, Dill brings me coffee. I've been making breakfast. Um, and then we just do like little work things. Dylan takes the night shift, which um, does, does Jason do the night shift? Do you have any clue what I'm talking about? No, I have. I'm like sitting here so confused. What do you, what night shift are we talking about? So the night shift, um, a lot of Dylan's friends, since everybody's quarantined, they're getting back on Xbox. And like, I guess whenever they're like wives or fiancés or girlfriends, whatever, go to sleep, Dylan, all his friends are hopping on Xbox and, you know, playing the night shift. I, oh. basically yeah. they just play all night. When, so. Whenever Hannah asked what we're doing, I was like, oh, we're, we're just working the night shifts. <laughs> oh, that's your secret little code name. It's the game isn't called Night Shift. Now, okay, I'm a bit of a gamer myself, so I'd I'd like get mad at that. I'd be like, well, I want to play too. Hannah does not want to play. <laughs> well, you know, I I don't feel like that's that. Such a gamer over there. <laughs> no, it is it is not. We I have like little headphones, so then she can like edit a video and I can play with my friends. But I mean, you need we need some sort of social interaction. It's totally get it. Go crazy. I've been doing a lot of TikTok. TikTok, um, that's been taking up a lot of my quarantine time. Um, I've just been like scrolling through it, um, making bids, 
I hear um, that. I that's what I I've, I've been doing the same thing like kind of kind of borderline obsessing over TikTok if you will like that can be my night shift because it's embarrassing how long I'll scroll that and then like favorite all my videos and go back and try and recreate them. I think they call it well this might be wrong but I heard this. They call it TikTok because like when you're on the app like time passes so quickly. I mean that would make sense. It really does. Like but my my quarantine days are basically TikTok and Grey's Anatomy right now with a couple work calls mixed in there. But that does make sense because all you do is scroll and get lost in like this like funk hole of TikTok videos. What about Tiger King? Oh, don't get me started on Tiger King. Basically, all I do is wake up in the morning and the second I roll over, I wake up Jason by saying, hey, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. And he's like, oh, my God, every time. Yeah. So definitely I, I watched it. Did you guys finish it? Yeah, we watched it in like two days. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it in one. So Hi. I mean, this is the time to binge watch shows. But um, yeah, what do you guys think? Overrated? Yeah. Underrated? What do you think? It's it's amazing. I think it's perfectly rated. I love documentaries i um i love like taboo kind of things so i was all about it for sure yeah no i'm trying to i'm trying to find my next show to binge watch that's and that's that's left me um i i don't know how we're gonna you know the bar is set so high right now i don't know how we're gonna find another show that's better than that one i i can't believe you could literally buy tigers for like five grand (laughs) yeah no wasn't it like two grand yeah it was something ridiculous those are what that gets insane like It is insane. That's, you know, what's crazy too, is that one of my, um, a guy that I know and had on my podcast, he, his name is Tyler Rich and he, um, lives in Nashville. He's a country singer. He was in the documentary. Like uh, all of a sudden they like showed him holding one of the tigers in Vegas. And I was like, Oh my God, what is he doing? Oh, insane. I know. It's just a weird. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so, okay. You guys obviously have some big plans coming up. You had your engagement party. Um, need to know all the awkward run-ins there. And have you talked about this a million times that you're rolling your eyes right now being like, oh my God, do we have to talk about this again? I feel like we haven't really talked about it a whole lot. Um, okay. Honestly, that night we were so just busy, like talking to all these different people and stuff. So I wasn't even paying attention to what was actually going on. Um, I do know that a lot of people said they had a good time. So I was like, that's a, that's a good sign. That's, a good you know what? That's all that matters. It was about you guys and, and you know, you're obviously you had family and friends and, and it was so nice that you guys could have that before all of this craziness has happened. Cause um, and so many people's weddings and everything's getting put on hold. Um, do you guys have a date set? Um, we don't. Um, we are just like saying how in, like it's so sad all these people's weddings have been totally pushed back mm-hmm. um and with that we were like oh my gosh like it's not one of those things where you can be like oh yeah like maybe in like a few months we'll like talk about planning it and all this stuff it's like like everybody else's weddings being pushed back now so it's like yeah uh, that's nice know. that you guys had the engagement party what was the highlight what's the highlight of your engagement party for you guys my friends made cookies with like really, really unflattering pictures of me on them. Like when I was really fat in high school <laughs> and then I just started like stuffing my face with them. I thought that was hilarious. That's a good one. I like that. What about you, Hannah? Oh, my dad there was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Okay. Tell the story then. <laughs> Which one? Of the high Which fives. <laughs> or leaving. Or, or either one. Yeah. They're both funny. <laughs> you tell the high five one with my dad. Okay. Because it was your friend. So my dad had such a good time at this engagement party. Um, 
he what was the with your friends I feel like, the hot dog yeah so i had like a bunch of my friends i grew up with came and and hannah's dad just like gravitated gravitated toward them pretty easily <laughs> and they were doing these things where they were like laughing being boys and i mean it's it's tommy g and a bunch of 25 oh year old <laughs> 25 year old kids yeah. And they're pouring beer in their hands and high-fiving each other. And my dad's, yeah, he was like, oh, we have all these new handshakes. They're called beer high-fives. And so yeah. they would pour it in their hands and, like, high-five each other. Oh, my gosh. He was the real MVP of your guys' engagement party. Oh, he Ew. crushed it. He yeah. was crushing the dance floor. He had a blast. Yeah. That's so much fun. I love the idea. Like, a engagement party sometimes can be just as fun as the wedding because you have all your favorite people there and everyone's just, like so happy to be around each other yeah i mean we got really 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 lucky with the timing um mm -hmm. before all this craziness so yeah absolutely and um are you guys in full-blown like and using all this time when you're not you know gaming and doing everything else are you using the time to plan your wedding you know we actually looked at some places and looked at some people that are doing it but i mean honestly right now it's like how can you plan it when all of these weddings right now are being so pushed back anyways, like all these venues are going to be taken. And I think there's just a lot of unknowns in the entire entertainment, wedding, everything type of industry, because it's like, how long is this going to last? And planning it right now is just like, you know, near to impossible if you don't know which places are going to be open. That's very like that. Um, but it is fun to look at places and like, um, you know, I, I made like a little Pinterest board with a few kind of fun things, but you know, we're taking it slow right now. And, um, but it's been fun. Like while we're at home, we're like, why not? Let's like, look at some like cool spots. I mean, you don't have to explain it to me. I was engaged for three and a half years and didn't do any wedding planning. <laughs> I, I, I did the same thing. I was like, well, I've got a Pinterest board and, uh, that's about it. You know, you just go at your own pace. You go at your own pace, especially coming off a show, like, you know, the show that we all came off of. It's. It's everything so like rushed and you guys just take your time and do whatever makes you happy. And I'm, I'm sure that's what you're doing. And that's what it sounds like you're doing. So do you own or rent your home? I'm sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know, what's easy is bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowners and renters insurance along with your auto policy. And it's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. So go to GEICO.com. Get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. I was wondering this question. Do you think you're compatible and you would have met outside of this? You would have been together? Are you like, like, do you talk about that ever? I know, I know that Jason and I say that all the time. Like if Jason and I met without being the show, like that's some, definitely somebody I would have, I would have dated. One million percent. Yeah. I asked Hannah if we would be friends in high school the other day. Oh, that's a good question. And... And yeah, the answer is yes. We're both like kind of awkward. We have the same exact sense of humor, which I feel like is impossible to find in someone. What? How do you? How do you um, describe your sense of humor? It's kind of dark oh. sometimes. A little dark, but like really just goofy. Like that's how we communicate a lot, and it's not like we don't take anything seriously. It's just like, it, like we always have a safe space just to say like whatever joke we feel like or like sarcasm or whatever, and. I feel like I turn really awkward. I don't know about other people, but like if somebody doesn't totally get like kind of my humor and everything, I just kind of shut off and I'm like, uh, like whatever. It's, it's not a fun conversation for me. So I feel like we, a lot of our conversations are just like 
fun. I mean, we do have the serious side, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's important. I mean, I feel the same way. It's uh, it's it's important to have the same kind of humor. And if you both can have a dark sense of humor, that's even better because that's me. I'm I can get down with a dark sense of humor. Oh, it's a blast. It is a blast. We were talking about funny April Fool's jokes coming up. Ooh, give me your best one. We had a few, but I, I think the one that we went that we're gonna go with is I'm posting like a retirement announcement for Chris Harrison, and then. <laughs> And then I'm also announcing that he's actually selected me to replace him as the host. Out of anybody. Out of anybody. And then I like start listing people and I like misspell their, like I, I listed like Wells and then Blake and I like misspell, I misspell Blake's last name. And then like Chad Johnson, I misspell his name. It, like, it's just like. chosen anybody. And he's like out of blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and he chose funny. Me. And he chose me to, to replace him. Like, I just can't believe it. I, I think it's going to be hilarious. So hopefully people laugh. If not, they're just like, wow, here goes Dylan being an idiot again. So it, <laughs> it could go one what? or two ways. That's the good part about like having, being known as like being just dumb and goofy. I'm not saying that you're dumb. Sorry. But I'm thinking about myself here. Because when you do so, stupid shit like that, then everyone's like, oh, they're just, you know, Dylan being Dylan. That's, it's, it's the best. You can get away with it. There's there's a lot of Dylan being Dylan thrown out there nowadays. <laughs> yeah. What Hannah? Do you have one that you're gonna do? Um. No. I. You know. For me, something like that. Like I. I think it's hilarious, and I really helped him like kind of come up with the master plan. But you know, it it it's not totally on brand for me to do something like big like that. But there might be some like little things on April first. That's I'll give you a couple ones that my mom was always a big jokester growing up and she um, she used to do (laughs) there's one that she did where she had a spoon, but the spoon, the like long end of the spoon was broken. And so I didn't know that, but she put it up her nose and acted like the whole spoon was up her nose and that she got it stuck and like was freaking out and really, really committed to it. So you could do that one maybe if you want for for uh, for the gram, maybe. That sounds pretty good, actually. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's that's where I get my weirdness from. Um, also, I saw on my Alexa, I was like, oh, this is going to make everybody's Alexa go off if I say it. But I, I asked her to tell me um, t- uh, a good prank to do for April 1st. Hers was OK. She said, you draw a spider uh, on like the roll of a toilet paper but like far into the roll so that when somebody does roll it that they're in the right spot to be scared and when they when they shit their pants that's beautiful that is a good one yeah alexa came up with that one so i can't my my good one that i'm gonna do on um instagram is all you have to do during your stories is say like hey alexa play fart noises or like do something stupid so that everybody watching who has an alexa then theirs goes off and and the joke's on them i'm obsessed that's beautiful we have a a google so you might want to do a hey alexa and then a hey google oh and then isn't it okay google yeah, it's oh, okay, it's Google. okay Google. Uh-oh, I uh-oh. know. We're we're living in a time where we get our robots confused. I know, right? It could be worse. <laughs> It could be worse. Um, Okay, uh, speaking of it could be worse, we're in this quarantine time. It's like people are finding the beauty in, you know, reconnecting with friends and being in a moment and staying home and blah, blah, blah. Do you guys feel like, um, what what is the silver lining for quarantine for you guys? Um, I mean, it feels like we're living together, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a good test for you guys. Um, So, yeah, so we... 
I don't know. We talk about like getting a house. I feel like mm-hmm. that's a silver lining. We've never had this much time together since paradise, essentially, mm-hmm. which again, silver lining. Yeah, that's uh, true. The paradise thing is sets you guys up so well. Like being, as you guys know, on Bachelor Bachelorette, you get not a lot of time with the person. Whereas on paradise, you literally spend all of your time with that person and and now living together like you kind of know what it's like being around each other that often which is i think i think a reason for a lot more successful relationships um yeah you know just like being like quarantined or whatever together like i kind of like staying in anyways i saw this meme the other day it was like my idea of like a fun weekend or whatever is being like technically quarantined anyways so um it's been actually really nice and surprisingly like i don't think we're tired of each other yet or i'm not tired of you are you tired of me no no of course not. <laughs> there there you go and you know what there's i know um dylan you're really close with peter and hannah you knew hannah ann from before this right yeah okay so <laughs> why is peter getting shit on left and right like just because he made bad decisions or like whatever he's still a good person so to me, I'm like, you know, Tyler and Hannah are doing their quarantine crew. They're working out with big groups of people. They're hanging out. They're doing TikTok videos. Everybody is obsessing over it. And that's fine. I'm not hating on that at all. Whatever, as long as they're being healthy. And then Peter picks up Kelly once and he's the biggest asshole in the world and is like spreading the coronavirus for, for picking her up. Like, what is going on there? Yeah, I think kind of like once you have any sort of blemish, people will just continue to kind of like go after it. Or in mm-hmm. any capacity. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Peter's yeah. Peter's kind of taking that right now until there's like a new like a new person, a new person to kind of like hate on. Um I mean Peter is he's a really good guy. So I, I know he's he's been I, he's he's been staying at home and, and only working really a majority of it. Um so it's just it, it sucks, but it's just the nature of the beast. I mean, I it feel really like is. I feel like you you understand that. I feel like I understand that. Mm-hmm. Hannah gets it a little, got at least a little bit, got some of it. So yeah. it's like it, it's so weird being in this world. It's like like whatever they see on TV, mm-hmm. then they associate like you know you can do no wrong or you know one thing one you know slip up happens or something and then it's like you can do no right. Yeah, and so it's just constantly living in that fear of like okay like you know, I I should do this right. Or, you know, somebody's going to yell at me for this and you have to be aware of, you know, all this stuff. But yeah, uh, you know, that's definitely, I think what Peter's getting right now as Hannah Ann being one of my friends, it's obviously like I am biased towards it, but stepping back and looking at the whole, the situation as a whole, it's like, like, you know, sometimes people just can't do anything right. And being indecisive is in the bachelor world. A big no-no, you know? Yeah. Which, which if you live in that world, which we all have, it's like a natural thing. Like, of course, you're going to be indecisive when you've got all of these things going on. It's just, I've... Uh, someone said me sent me a message and they're like, I can't believe you're st- uh, sticking up for Peter. Like he's such a jerk. And I'm like, you're literally going off what you see on TV or the internet when like I've talked to him in person or like you, Dylan, you're a friend of his, like know him better than a lot of people. It's like, no, he's not an asshole. It's just anyone who tries to go on TV and, and date this many people or, or go through what we've all gone through is going to make mistakes. And they're going to be, a you know, a human, a flawed human being who's living this in front of so many many people 
judging you like anyone would make a mistake and so it's it's just so interesting that you know it's great that people get so invested because you know it's fun and it's entertainment and we all get to have like this great platform afterwards and make friends and and everything but it's also so hard and like you said dylan that it's the nature of the beast where and i think peter knows that too and correct me if i'm wrong but i think he's handling it so well like in the real world just being like he knows it sucks and that people are going to be awful but at the same time this too shall pass and there will be another person in who knows how long now that that will be you know in his position yeah and it was it was definitely i feel like new for him this was my assumption of it was that like because the second we filmed the finished the bachelorette he was essentially in talks to the bachelor and then went to the bachelor so he's never i feel like had time away from it all yeah um so I, I i mean he's he's doing a great job it looks like him and his family are all you know all as well which is always good to see so no i'm happy yeah. for him yeah absolutely let's take a quick break and talk about needing a break every now and then why not keep your brain activated while you relax you can have fun while engaging your brain when you play the awesome puzzle game best fiends it's literally so much fun and you can take it everywhere since it's on your phone. So when you need some me time, Best Fiends is a great escape from the everyday. There are thousands of fun challenges and tons of cute characters to collect along the way. I've been playing Best Fiends for a while now and it never gets old or boring. Honestly, it just gets more fun the more you play and it gets more challenging when you move up in levels. You really have to think about strategy to solve the puzzles. I'm also really attached to all the cute little characters in the game. Everything from the visuals to the strategy needed to play to the cute bugs make me come back again and again whenever I have a spare moment. Best Fiends is truly a unique and exciting puzzle experience unlike other puzzle games out there. They update the game monthly with new levels and events, so it never gets old. Plus, it doesn't require any internet to play, so you literally can play wherever you go. Best Fiends has thousands of levels already with new levels, events, and characters added every month. It's hours of fun right at your fingertips, and you can even play offline. With over 100 million downloads and tons of five-star reviews, Best Fiends is a must-play. Download Best Fiends for free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. We'll be back with more Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow. Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow. So Dylan, before the show, did you have the app before or is that something new? Oh yeah, I've had it for like two years now. Okay, so uh, talk to me about it. It's called Visor, right? Yeah, I tweeted it at you. Oh yeah, what the running? Yeah, so yeah. Uh, every day you work out, you can donate a meal. Uh, right now it's the San Diego Food Bank, but I think we're working on a partnership with Revolution Foods and Jose Andres World Central Kitchen. Um, and so each time you work out a meal, will get donated to them and that's free. It's paid for by companies that we partner with. And yeah. on the flip side, depending on whatever city you're in, some, like if we have restaurant partners there, you can get points and use it for like free drinks and appetizers. What a great idea. Yeah. So like in San Diego, you can work out three times, donate three meals, go to like Takaya Organica or Mendocino farms and get, you know, a free drink or side. So it's, it's been a blast and it's, we tried to make it as accessible as possible. Um, so yeah, no, it's it's been really, really fun. That's a really great idea. I love when people do things and, and have the element of giving back in it. Um, so what is, you're the co-founder, right? Yeah, my cousin and I started it. Oh, okay, your cousin. Oh, that's awesome. And then, so how did you guys come up with this idea? Uh, so my cousin was at, have you ever heard of Semester at Sea? No. It's like this thing where college kids get to go on a cruise essentially for a few months and just see the world. It, it sounds amazing. I wish I went. 
Um, but she was in a social venture incubator and like was challenged with like coming up with an idea. And so she came up with the original idea of working out, donating and getting a skinny margarita at the end of the week. Mm-hmm. And which sounds beautiful if you think about it. Yeah. Um, and then, so she came back and we talked about it for six to eight months, just like every day where I would be like drawing screens on like pieces of paper, just like trying to pass time. And then, um, at the same time, my dad was diagnosed with cancer. And so I, like, I personally was just reevaluating a lot of things in my life. And, and mm-hmm. one day we were just like, let's just go for it. So I quit my job, moved down from San Francisco. She moved out from Maryland. And then we moved into this like three bedroom duplex, super small, like 700 square feet. It was myself, Sam and another girl. Um, we didn't have any furniture. We were doing like a dollar a day food budget. It was pretty crazy, but we've since come out of that, which is great. Um, but that's, that's kind of how it started. So the plan is to open up the app so you can work out anywhere in the country and donate to revolution foods who puts healthy meals in title one schools. Um, so that's kind of where we're at. It's, it's been a blast. We've got like, uh, I feel like 18 to 20,000 people who are, who are waiting to use it outside of San Diego. So it's, it's been pretty fun. Wow. What a great idea. That's good for you for doing that. Um, I always, I, I just love hearing people's stories about, you know, and Jason is someone who is very familiar with this situation is, is people who have, you know, these blueprints of what they think their life should be and and what, you know, you go get this education and you go get this job and, and breaking that blueprint and saying, but this is what I actually love to do and going after it. Even it means you're if you're doing like, you know, the dollar meal a day and like just going struggling a little bit to just do what you love to do and something that you're passionate about. And I think it's just, that's when people, in my opinion, become so successful is when they do things that make them happy. And when they, when they break that blueprint. So good for you for doing that. Thank you. I'm I'm trying to get Hannah to, to start her own thing. I think she would absolutely kill it. So maybe you can, maybe you can pressure her a little bit. Ooh, I'll pressure the shit out of her. What, what are you thinking, Hannah? Say what I'm going to do. Yeah, like what what are your passions? What like um if you could have a dream, I mean you kind of do have a dream job, but what what is like what what would you want to start if you were to start anything? You know, I think you would be a really good person for me to talk to about my idea. Like we've I've kind of like talked to a few people about it sort of. Um it is some type of accessory thing mm-hmm. and yeah, you don't have to tell me too much because obviously you'll want to like, you know, <laughs> announce it on your own. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely here to help. Yeah, no, I think we should definitely have a conversation about it sometime. Um, Dylan's like, oh my gosh, you should totally do it. So um, totally, maybe we'll see. Um, that's well, that's great. I mean, the I, I heard it in your voice. You lit up a little bit when you thought about this idea and started talking about it. So I, I think I think that's a sign. It's definitely a sign. I, yeah. I want to talk to you about it for sure. Let's do okay. it time. I will um, off off the record, as they say. We will talk about it, <laughs> and I'll uh, I'll help you in in any way you need. So, uh, and it sounds like you've got a little entrepreneur over to your side there. So, between the two of you, um, I want to know because I ask all couples this question: Have you taken the Enneagram test? No. What do you know what it is? I. I actually don't is really it, know what it is. I see it, but I don't know what it is. Is this the one where people are like, I'm a three or I'm a seven or something? Is it that one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, you're a number. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I haven't taken it. Okay. That, that's. I'm going to challenge you as a couple to do um, the Enneagram. I think there's an app. I had an Enneagram specialist or like 
like she knew everything about the Enneagram numbers and she came on my podcast and she told me about an app. I think it's called the Enne app. I'll send it to you guys. And it's just like, obviously, as you know, being in a relationship, that seems, if you ask me from following you guys on Instagram, it seems healthy. (laughs) But you know that communication is like, obviously, key in a relationship. And your Enneagram number basically gives you information about how the other person responds to certain situations, how they deal, um, you know, with stress, how they deal in happy times. And um, you have different ways of thinking, like when you're in your healthy self, you you're a certain way or if you're in an impaired way of thinking you might respond differently to your partner and and it works for all like relationships business partners friends like just to just to know each other's um patterns i guess and understand them a bit better and it just it does wonders for relationships so and i'm not sponsored by anything to say this because i just very passionate about it which which numbers are usually like the prettiest like best in shape (laughs) Like like the most compatible, you mean? No, 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 no. Like, <laughs> oh, you're saying like prettiest and be- oh, like physically? Yeah, like I'd probably I'd like probably you're for that. sure. A, you're for sure a three. <laughs> I'm well, just I, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you I'm a three because I don't know what it is. So you could be tricking me into something, but if that's <laughs> No, I thought I was a three for the longest time and threes. And I was so proud of it because I'm like, oh, I'm such a go getter and like bragging about this being a three. And it turns out I'm not. I'm a four with a three wing, which doesn't make any sense to you because you don't know what I'm talking about. But do do the research and do the test. It's kind of you know how people talk about in relationships like love languages. Yeah. Yes. We talk about that all the time. Yeah, it's a more um, dialed in version of that. But okay, then tell me your love languages. Uh, this may come as a shock to people, but I'm definitely physical touch. <laughs> and, and then second, probably words of affirmation. Okay. And Hannah, what are you? I'm um, words and um, what is it where, where they do things for you, for you? Oh, acts of service. Acts of service. Oh my gosh, huge acts of service. Now, do you think you guys can change as like you grow? Because I think I used to be actually I still am a bit, but like I've always been like I need words, words of affirmation. But now Jason is like he shows love with the words of affirmation. So now I'm getting that and my tank is full, as they say. And so I'm like, okay, but now I need acts of service because (laughs) like now I just like when when the the house is clean or the dishwasher is unloaded, I'm like, ooh, that's hot. Like keep doing that. So do you think you guys can like change or have you always been that way? What do you think? I've definitely always been this way. I'm sure like, I mean, we're only 25 and we've been together for what, like nine months now, something like Mm -hmm. that. Uh, So I'm sure like as time goes on, it'll change. I'm so excited for you guys. You're both, are you both 25? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's my prediction. 20, I always say on my podcast, 27 is such a pivotal time for people. And um, it's just like a proven thing. And so many people who listen to the podcast say that they felt the same way. Like 27 is just this time in your life where, where you really come into your own. And from what I see on the outside... I see that already within you two as like you you kind of have already been through unique life experiences and, and you know, you, you've gone through things that other people probably haven't in life and especially in a relationship given the show you've been on that I feel like you already kind of have come into your own a bit and learned so much about yourself that you guys are going to be your best at 27 in, in the relationship and individually. 
that would rock i mean not that you'll go down after that but like just to, you guys get get to 27 and and see where you're at together and i bet you in that year you will thrive as a couple i love that That's no for sure so 20 so 27 will be good and then the night shift we're going to replace tonight with doing the enneagram yeah i'll send you guys the app but wait how do you even like when do you sleep dylan if you're doing the the, the night shift well i mean night shift's not so like it doesn't go to like 2 a.m like I'll, okay like a like sometimes like it's i don't know 11 to, to 12 12 30 and then i wake up at like eight and start my day okay oh wow are you guys early are you early risers because i am not no, Hannah, you were just I saying at the beginning you get up early or you get I up later. I mean, wake up like I would go to workout class. I live right next to like a bunch of studios. So I would work out at like 7 a.m. But now my whole routine is messed up. I mean, we we were sleeping until like nine, ten o'clock for a few days. Yeah. There. Like it was I don't know what's going on. Yeah, well, I mean, that's we're all we're all in it together. I think I got out of bed at like 1130 today. So. <laughs> Oh, nice. That's, that's impressive. That's that, cool. Is it? Is it or is it like a little bit embarrassing? I think it's fabulous. Mm-hmm. I mean, what what are we all getting up for right now anyway? It's like, oh, I if mean, you're a little tired, might as well just, just keep it going. going. It's true. For some, some sort of like, you know, ambition or having that seeming a little bit responsible. I don't know. You're right. I can get up whenever I want. So life today is kind of a lot and that's putting it lightly. We always have to be on whether that's in our relationships, work, Zoom meetings or just day to day life. But every now and then it's important to just stop, crack open a mountain cold Coors Light and chill. So when you choose to turn off, choose the beer that's made to chill. I find that so often after a long day of interacting with other people, whether that's in person or virtually right now, I really need a moment to myself to just relax. Some of the ways I love to get my mind off things is taking the dogs for a walk, watching an episode two or three or four or five on Netflix, uh, taking a bath. But my favorite way to chill is simple. I crack open a Coors Light. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. My favorite part is the mountains on the bottles and cans turn blue when your beer is cold. Oh, cool. Coors Light is brewed with a three-step cold process, cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged, so it's actually made to chill. The mountains on Coors Light cold-activated bottles and cans turn blue when chilled to perfection. Born in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado, 1978, Coors Light is refreshing, crisp, and only 102 calories, which is pretty amazing. That's why Coors Light is the one I choose when I need a moment of chill. So when you want to reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. You can have Coors Light delivered by going to get.coorslight.com and finding local delivery options near you. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. We have to confess. Because Hannah, as you know, that's part of the podcast and you had a good one last time. Oh my gosh. When I peed on my friend's shoulders. (laughs) Insane. Insane confession. Nothing can beat that. I have to start with that because holy cow. Like that's that's okay. You don't have to like one up your last confession, but um the the bar is set high for Dylan. Or you guys could do one as a couple. Oh, what do you think? Or do you do one? Do I? Yeah. I mean I try to. It's uh, as much as I say like I I embarrass myself all the time. It's just hard to come it's hard for me to come up with a confession every week, but I've got one for you. Oh, sweet. Okay. What do you got? 
I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's quarantine time and toilet paper is, um, is a, a hot ticket these days. It's used for currency, I think. And um, <laughs> the most embarrassing part of this is that we actually did have toilet paper and I didn't think we did. And um, Jason was at the store to go look for some. I had to use, okay, so the dogs always rip up their tennis balls and there was like a piece of the like ripped up tennis ball by my feet at the toilet and I used that to wipe. Wow. Yeah. Round of applause. Good job. Yeah, I threw it out. Um, it, it's it was a it was a low point for me, but not not my most embarrassing confession. But I mean, it's up there. You and you and Ben Higgins, one and the same. What did he do? Doesn't it, he like have a rag that he showers with? Wait, does he? Ben definitely. Does. We're going on his on on Wednesday, so I'm going to ask him about. It. Ask him about that. Oh my gosh! And I mean, it's so funny because the whole you know this world we live in. Ben was on my season and then became the Bachelor, and now he's engaged. So big congrats to him because he's one of the yeah. loveliest, loveliest human beings I've ever met in my life. So great! Oh my gosh, I forgot he was on your season. I know. I kind of forget who. I I swear to God, I blacked out that whole that whole time. <laughs> Not because he's not memorable, because I just blacked out my whole season and don't. I, my brain like doesn't go there. So, yeah. And could you point to a picture of every single guy on your season and say their first and last name today? Not, not night one people, but everyone else. Yes, I could. Uh, I, I feel like I'm still friends with quite a few of them. Just like Jared was on my season, um, and I'm friends with him and Ashley. Uh, Ben, Nick, I'm friends with Nick now, which is a funny story. Ben Zorn, like there's, I feel like there's a lot, I had a lot of really good humans on my season and I, I feel like I'm still friends with quite a few of them. We'll be back with more Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow. This is House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Beerman. You guys, I'm so excited. So thanks, you guys, so much for tuning in to this episode of House of Kim. We are number one right now. Just keep going and going and going and going. I poured my glass of wine at this point, you guys. I don't know if that gave me a really bad headache. It's all good. It's okay. Be sure to subscribe to House of Kim on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One so you don't miss an episode. Don't be tardy for the party. That's so funny. (laughs) Whatever. Now back to Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow. Back to you guys confessing. Don't think you're getting away. Okay, mine's not like the best, but hey, you know what? It happens. Um, So this has happened maybe like twice or so, Mm -hmm. but like, you know, I'll be like out to lunch or dinner or wherever and, um, or I'll say a specific time. One time I was out for dinner and we were at this pizza place, you know, and um, this family comes up because this girl like loves the show. Apparently she really loves the show. And she was like, Oh my gosh, like, can we take a picture or whatever? And I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. Like I, I love it when people ask to take a picture. I'm like, this is so cool. Like it's yeah. like wild to me, whatever. But, um, she was like, Oh my gosh. And then she starts telling her family about me. They're like, she was like, this is Hannah. She was the bachelorette. Oh no. <laughs> and the the worst part is that they literally walked away. I never told them I wasn't the bachelorette. I just like went with it because it would be awkward at that point. She was so excited. Her family was like, no way. Oh my gosh. And I was like, 
<laughs> I just kind of like acted like I didn't hear it, but she definitely introduced me as the bachelorette. So, you know, uh, sorry, Hannah Brown. I uh, wrong Hannah story in my life. You know what? That's more embarrassing on her part because she didn't know. So, you know, it's it is what it is. Yeah. You're my bachelorette. Aww. Oh. <laughs> Cuties. Okay, so there we go. There's my story. What do you got? Yeah. Still, you've got to knock this one out of the park. Mine? Yeah. Yep. Mine is pretty good. Oh, thank you. He has fuzz in his mouth. Oh. <laughs> okay, there we go. Mine's pretty amazing, not to just, like, hype it up, but it's pretty good. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, no, I, I was moving down to San Diego, but I was spending, like, a few weeks living with my dad, like kind of ha- taking care of everything. And we went out to, not, I, he didn't come with me, but we went out to uh, like this popular bar in Santa Monica. And the the night before, so I have a fake front tooth. And I was like really nervous for some reason. I can't remember why. And I was biting my fingernails and I ended up cracking it. Oh boy. And so like it just fell out essentially. <laughs> Yeah. So, so I was just walking around with like just a missing tooth pretty much. Like I had like a little nub that they shaved down and they put the cover on. So the cover broke. Yeah, but uh, that so kind of makes like, you look tough. Like you look like you were maybe a hockey oh, player. Well, I looked like a pirate. But yeah, like. You're the guy from Tiger King. Yeah, I looked like Joe Exotic essentially. <laughs> and then <clears throat> so I went I went to CVS and um, I got like te- there's there's like literally something specific like gluing your teeth in. But I think it's for your dentures. Yeah. So I got that glue. I glued my thing in because I was like, oh, there might be girls there tomorrow. I got to look good. Um, <laughs> and then we get to it, it, was, it was bungalow. So we get to bungalow and I start, so <laughs> and I start talking to this girl and like every, all's going well. And I was like, wow, like I'm killing it right now. This is, this is big. And then um, I like S's were really hard so, because it would like move the, the front teeth. Yeah. And I said, like, some word with an S, and my tooth just fell out, like, right right there in front of her. <laughs> and what did you do? So being, like, the freak athlete that I am, I caught it in midair, <laughs> and, I just put it, and I just put it back in. And she was just, like, looking at me, and I was like, so, yeah. And I just kept the conversation going, like, it never. No, uh, you just acted like it never happened? Yeah, of course. I mean, what, what do you want me to do? Uh, like, we, <laughs> we looked at each other. We acknowledged that it did happen, like. <laughs> She just like looked at it and was just like, oh, and I was like, yeah, my bad. And I just put it back in and I was like, long story. And then just kept going. So my bad. <laughs> yeah. Safe, safe to say it was like top five smoothest things I've ever done. Yeah. The catch, yeah. the catch really like um, that, that's, that's a big win on your part. Yeah. Cause if it hits the ground, you can't put it back in your mouth, but if you catch it, like you're still good to go. I would have five second rule. Yeah. Get back in the game. Well, have you guys ever seen the movie uh, This Is 40? No. Uh, it's like Leslie Mann and Paul Rudd. Like Tina Fey. Is Tina Fey in that? It sounds like a funny Tina Fey movie. No, no, no. That's a good guess, but it's Leslie Mann and Paul Rudd. Yes. I think I've only seen parts of it, actually. Well, it's really funny. And she, like, tries to, um, you know, get out there and go to the bar and have fun with her younger employee. And um, it's Megan Fox. And yes. and all these hockey players show up. And they're at the bar. And he, like, actually pulls out his tooth. And girls kind of dig that because then they're like, ooh, he's an athlete. So, I mean, your tooth fell out and you caught it. So you're, like, a true athlete. Yeah, I mean, that's what... ESPN was saying like later on at that when they were running it on a special that night, but I mean, I still has fuzz all over his mouth. 
I was, I was, I was honestly pretty surprised with myself, as was every other person at Bungalow who probably saw it. So why, why is this Bungalow place such a big D? Like I always hear about this spot. Well, I, I it, it's pretty fun if you just like go with your friends. It, but it's just like I don't know when, I when you're the, before yeah before the show, the show it before the show fun. it's a blast but now it's just kind of like a shit show oh what what is what makes it so fun though well it's just like a outdoor bar on the beach like oh, it's, like a good vibe. it's just like a hot spot yeah it's a hot spot okay I got you um okay wait Hannah what was your confession again I had something to say oh the, oh yeah okay so I was in Italy this is kind of a funny confession um but again it's along along the lines of your story but i was in italy with my girlfriend and we're in the pool and we meet this couple and it's this this older gentleman and his wife and um i i was like you know just listening and my girlfriend cleo's she's she's such a uh, like she'll befriend everybody and so she's talking to them and they're talking about their guilty pleasures and this couple was like oh we just love the bachelor and the bachelorette like that's our guilty pleasure and i'm like my ears perk up and I'm like, I'm not going to say anything like, oh, I was from that show. Like, obviously not. And and so they're talking and Cleo goes, oh, who is your favorite bachelorette? And the guy, no lie, says, well, whoever's not that drunk girl from Canada with the tattoos on her arms. And I just laughed. I laughed so hard. And I looked at him. I said, that's me. And he was like, ha ha ha. Like he looked at me like I like what a weirdo telling me that's who and I was like no literally that's that was actually me and his wife was mortified and they like came up and bought us a bottle of champagne after and he was like honestly I was just like trying to say something like because you would like I don't know and he he was so panicked but it was hilarious like I was like totally doesn't matter dude I it's you are you know it's your opinion and I I wasn't the most loved bachelorette it's all good (laughs) it was so funny but yeah that's on that same note all right we know you love the bachelor the bachelorette and of course bachelor in paradise now the next bachelor chapter begins monday on abc the bachelor presents listen to your heart this new show has everything you love about the bachelor romance hot tubs mr chris harrison and of course the drama 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 but with musical strings attached 20 single musicians will step inside the bachelor mansion to embark on an incredible journey to find love through the power of music the harmony of the couples will be tested by their relationships and judged by some of the biggest names in music like jason mraz and kesha and bachelor nation fan favorites which of these new bachelor hopefuls will make beautiful music together who will strike the right note and who is there for the song reasons the bachelor presents listen to your heart a six episode event on mondays eight seven central on abc okay i won't i won't keep you guys too much longer but i just have one quick game to play with you okay I'm really into the games on this podcast. Okay, so we're just gonna do a couple's who's more likely, and and then we'll we'll uh, we'll finish up. Okay, so we love games. Oh, are you guys playing so many games during quarantine? Because Jason and I cannot get enough of every, any game, like Monopoly, card games, everything. You won't text me back. What? Who won't text you back? Jason. Oh, what do you mean? No, I'm just kidding. I'm not talking to him. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> What do you guys do? You guys just play games? I can't tell if you're like serious or if he's really not texting you back because he he was like, oh, tell them I say hi. No, he would text me back. We were in a group text with uh with Lori 
the other day and it was oh, getting, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was getting pretty funny oh that's I, wait i feel left out no you should but it was uh <laughs> that's fair that's very fair okay um okay who is most likely to clap back at a troll dylan me. what yeah, yeah probably me yeah, okay. but he also has more trolls than I do. What do people have bad? I don't get it. I don't even get what people bad things people would have to say about either one of you. Well, I think it's well, my sense of humor doesn't always come off the best. Oh, like people? So, it, well, yeah, I get that. Totally get that. And I mean, I don't have the the like best filter, and like sometimes it's like what I'm saying just may not need to be said. And I feel like in real life, I've ne- I never am like really worried about it. Like he's just like the sweetest, kindest, most amazing human ever with like little things always. And then so I see it online and I just want to be like, oh, like, no, you don't understand. But I mean, whatever. It is what it is. But, but they'll never understand, though. Never. Um, but I am I am one to clap back as well. OK, most likely to walk around the house naked. Hannah. <laughs> ah! I would too if I were you, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Let it breathe. I, I don't know. <laughs> that's great. I I would be most likely in the relationship as well. Um, most likely to get arrested. Honestly, probably Dylan. Hannah. No, you. What? What would I get arrested for? Like tax fraud. <laughs> oh, for like putting something off. <laughs> probably. I mean, like just because I I like get so overwhelmed, but I do. We do make sure that it's always a thing, but he's always on top of me about it. He's like, today we need to do this, this, this. I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. That is very You, I think you would get arrested. For what? Yeah, for what? I'm I just, just a feel sweet like you barely, you barely push the limit sometimes, and I feel like, I don't know. Mine would be like peeing in public. I can be pretty infuriating sometimes if I like choose to be. It's like the little brother in me. And mm-hmm. so that could maybe like cause a fight, but like I wouldn't fight back, but I could still get arrested. That would be really bad. <laughs> That's the only thing. Like, so what, would what tax would fraud. Do? Yeah, it's not tax fraud. That's oh, like a geez. yeah. Now it's gonna be like, yeah, Hannah has tax <laughs> issues. I definitely. You're like know. the new Polly D, DJ Polly D. Didn't he like go to jail for tax fraud? Or no, was that Mike's situation? Oh, you're right. You're right. I've got my people mixed up. Yes, you're right. No, we are keeping this situation under control 100%. But, yeah, I think Dylan would get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it on Dylan. Okay. Um, most likely to be on another reality show? Well, probably. Oh, I've been trying to. We've been binge watching Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to get Hannah a job at Sir so she can <laughs> she can get on. Perfect. Oh, that, Have you ever um, done a bartending job, Hannah? Um, no, but I was a hostess before for like two years and we did a little bit of like bartending kind of work. So she's really been pushing Temptation Island on us, but I don't want to go. No, I haven't. I have not been pushing that show on us. No, <laughs> never. Temptation Island. Oh my gosh. I always said my one thing that I say, if like I would rather, and then you say something bad than do something, I would rather shit in my hands and clap than go on Temptation Island. Oh my God. A hundred percent. Yeah. That would be uh, it'd be terrible. It would be yeah. the worst. No, couldn't do it. Um, okay, most likely. Ooh, this is good for you guys because you both have the same sense of humor. Most likely to ra- uh, Wow, to laugh in the wrong moment. Oh, Me. Yeah. 
Oh. Both. Yeah, both of us. Hannah, mm-hmm. Hannah, Hannah definitely, because if she just, I'll just like look at her and she'll just be giggling. And I'm like, you what can, is so funny? You can do a poker face pretty well sometimes. Yeah. Like I, like if I have a single emotion in my head, like I will think the exact opposite that I'm supposed to in like a moment. Like it always happened on the show. Like always. It was a constant thing where I would just start laughing at something and I was like, oh my gosh, like. I know I shouldn't be laughing right now, and it's just an uncomfortable I, thing. I feel like we've told the story, but, like, in Paradise, Tajwan was crying, essentially, to Hannah, and Hannah just started laughing because no, she was uncomfortable. No, no, I was just, like, I was, like, kind of, like, semi-smiling in my head. I was, like, why am I semi-smiling right now? And then it made me smile more because I was, like, wow, I'm an idiot. And then I was, like, telling her, I was, like, sorry, I'm just, like, so dumb right now. And she was, like, kind of, like, laughing, but then kind of, like, upset. I don't know. It was just it was, it was a shit show. Oh, I love when people, like, react to, like, awkwardly in situations like that it's because it could help the situation as well so you you probably helped her yeah i'd like yeah. to do that totally um okay this is that's the end of the game and then the to wrap this up i just want you guys to both tell me your biggest pet peeve about each other and what you love the most about each other okay you go first i don't know you go first I don't know. <laughs> you don't know you know you know hannah um, well i'm I love Hannah because she's very selfless mm-hmm. and makes me laugh. Yeah. And biggest pet peeve. Um, we, we have so many things that we want to do that we don't do any of them. Mm. Like, plan, yeah. like plan the wedding, mm-hmm. live together. What else? Get a dog, get a puppy. I have a hard time... I have to do like action items to actually do it. Cause sometimes I just have so many things jumbled up and I'm just like trying to knock it all out. And then I just don't end up getting to anything sometimes. So that's I me. Have to work on that. Yeah. I totally get that. Those are both really cute and I'm fair. Busy. I run be, errands all day in this house. I run 80 different errands. There's so many things that I do in this quarantine. You think I'd be bored. I, have I not kept myself busy this whole no, time? You're so busy. I'm so busy. You're so busy. I bought a freaking uh, pressure washer the other day and pressure washed my back patio. Like, I am yeah, so domesticated during this. We bought a futon and a desk and some chairs to, like, I don't know what we're doing. We're just redoing I, the whole I don't place. Know. Yeah. That's a great thing to do. I'm doing the same thing. I went shopping on Wayfair today and went ham. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm, it's yeah. good stuff. It's good stuff. Okay, Hannah, right. your turn. Come on, Hannah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> biggest pet peeve um <laughs> um my biggest pet peeve is probably um sometimes he like will i think he's still adjusting to this whole new like um, you know, social media world. So sometimes he'll react without thinking like, oh, this could seem like this. Right. And I have to tell him, I'm like, you know, it, it could be seen like this. And I just feel like I constantly, semi-constantly have to always like remind him of that. Mm-hmm. So that's probably a pet peeve. Okay. And um, I, I don't know. I, I was like sitting down yesterday and I think I was like, I like told him five reasons I like 
loved him. <laughs> so lame. And then he told me, like, we do exercises like that all the time. Like, I just think they're so fun, but. That's really important too. I love that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's like insanely easy for me to just like hang out with Jill. I guess he, okay. I like that you are like a very safe space for me. I can say or feel however I want. And he's very like accepting of however however I feel or what I want to do and how supportive you are. And he doesn't care that he's so supportive, even if it makes him seem like he's like the least like alpha person in the relationship. But he, I don't think he cares because he's supportive. So that is really sweet and also very important. It's like one of my biggest pet peeves when people in relationships can't like support the other person or get like emasculated or insecure like you, you should be each other each other's biggest you know like fan so I love that yeah I think I'm definitely her her parents and I are her biggest fans for sure I have the most amazing support system ever so even if I'm like totally sucking at something I still like in the back of my head I'm like well at least I'm impressing them somehow <laughs> I love that. I mean, and for people out there who I know there's so many people who don't have like the most supportive family or or if they come from tough times, like you can make your own family. You just need to support yourself with or you need to um, find people that support you and surround yourself with them. Yeah, I definitely feel like super grateful about it. So. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I love ending it on that note. That was really nice. And and you guys are just so sweet. And Dylan, that's I love what you're doing with the app. And everybody go download it. And Hannah, talk to me about whatever project you want to work on. I will support you in any way I can. And thank you guys so much for, for podcasting with me today. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. Anytime. It would be a lot more fun in person because I'd pour you my wine and we would, you know, be able to to see each other but this is how we quarantine podcast and i'm just so grateful i still have a job let's do a happy hour with ria and fran oh yes great idea let's we can also do a happy hour um instagram live let's do it let's do like a date night because apparently we still have a few more weeks of this stuff and then definitely after we're all done like hibernating and hiding out, then let's hang out for sure. For sure. Yeah, because you live in one of my favorite cities right now. So San Diego? Yes, it's one of my favorite places. I love it there. Uh, I listen, the jury's still out, but we might be getting the house here. Who knows? Oh, well, that's, you know what? That's my clickbait for this episode. Dylan and Hannah getting in the house together in San Diego. <laughs> Do it. Hannah, tax Hannah, fraud. Hannah Godwin, tax fraud? Yeah. Oh, wait, you're right. That's that's a way better clickbait headline. I'm not <laughs> Thank you for reminding me of that. So this Instagram is going to come to you today from an account that's super uplifting, cool, fun to look at visually. It's called at positively present. They share really, really cool artwork, quotes and messages that especially now are really great to take in and remember. So it relaxes me so much just looking through their feed so i hope it relaxes you too and that is my instagrammy of the day thank you so much i'm caitlin bristow and i'll see you next tuesday thanks for listening to off the vine with caitlin bristow get new episodes every tuesday exclusively on podcast one.com the podcast one app and subscribe on apple podcasts who's that with otv